0: Okay, turn off Wi-Fi. Thank you.
1: No, you have to keep your Wi-Fi on.
0: No, well I I can't. I have a two computer setup here. You think I'm just running one one compy?
1: I I underestimated you.
0: Look at me. I I'm, got, one,
1: I'm, I'm a got, one computer guy. I got an
0: HD. Look at this HD camera. You can see it?
1: I can see the pimples on your neck. Look. So look at that. Look at the oh, high quality white-eyed. I have here. I think I can I can see a whitehead coming in there next I'm, week.
0: I'm one little all I need is the little microphone stand that swings in and out, and uh I'm i I'm ready for Rogan. HD camera, microphone stand that swings in and out, desk? and and nothing to talk and massive forehead. I'm pretty much just Joe Rogan light at this point.
1: Yeah, JRE uh light, the light app, the one you don't have to pay for, but there is Yeah in in-app purchases the
0: free version freemium it's called i believe
1: yes freemium freemium the ultimate model more like premium love it the newest offering on all your favorite sites not bad right you let me know when you're at fucking rock and roll
0: yeah let's uh let's get some let's check some levels here uh cam share a secret we'll just uh, kind of get the levels here say something just really su- super personal um into the microphone just to get just to get some levels
1: i have never gotten a degree in university they've never asked at a job interview for my degree
0: i don't know if that's necessarily a confession <laughs> more just uh you're right you're right no one's uh no one's ever asked me i feel like it's something that always comes up after the fact and then somebody says oh that's neat
1: they like, oh, did you know this person at Lori? Like, uh Yeah, we went we room we roomed we roomed yeah. together. Yeah. I banged I, was,
0: I banged her brother. I mean sister. Yeah. I mean
1: Everybody, both.
0: Both sides.
1: Yeah, I don't discriminate. Ready? Let's kick it. Let's kick it. A real quiet one. <laughs> oh, <pardon. laughs> Tonight on two C's in a pod, 96.7 on your...
0: 2 seasons in a pod 2 season a pod 2 season a pod 2 season in a pod 2 season in a pod 2 seasons in 2 season a pod 2 seasons 2 season a pod 2 season in a pod 2 season in a pod 2 seasons a pod 2 seasons a pod 2 seasons in a pod 2 seasons a pod 2 a pod 2 @gmail.com You are listening to 2 seas in a pod episode 111 My name is Cameron Osborne I am sitting here across the table His name is Cam LeClaire. Cam, thank you. You, Thank you.
1: You've reached the ASMR version of the podcast, sponsored by NPR, where you can get all your trusted news source.
0: NPR presents ASMR. (laughs) NPASMR
1: Moving on to our next scheduled programming. Do you like Susie's in a pod.
0: Welcome everybody. What a week! Okay, I'm realizing Episode one eleven. I uh, of course I butchered things last week. I thought last week was episode one eleven. Turns out last week was episode yep. one ten. Really got I really got uh, I called that over the one for that
1: one. Yeah, I called that one. I called that one. Live. Now, how are
0: you so privy on this information that I wasn't? Because I have I'm to send it. you.
1: I have to send you a a document every time. That has a, f- a file folder that I get my courier to come pick up, mm. and um, I write one o whatever on it, and that's how we do it.
0: You know, the is super reliable or super unreliable these days. Cam, we've been trying a lot of different things: um, courier, pigeons, kind of telegrams, brought back and forth to each other to really, uh, you know, kind of be sending messages as you and I, as you and I live across. Uh, yeah. The do you trust the
1: cloud? I, I don't.
0: I certainly don't. Last time I put pictures on the cloud, somebody leaked it. Now everyone's seen my butthole.
1: Yeah, I'm the I am the banner on SpankBank.
0: <laughs> the, the head banner. It's you lying in kind of like that George Costanza sexy pose, but uh fully nude and just as hairy. How did that get out?
1: Uh, do you ever have people ask you do you ever have
0: people ask you how um is it difficult doing the podcast over uh you know um over over the internet
1: uh a lot of people tell me like i thought you guys would be talking over each other more but i think we just have a um a grade 11 chemistry you know so like not that great but you know we're learning the basics <laughs>
0: we're learning the basics we're on <laughs> grade 12 u you know this but is clearly this isn't this, this is this is more than the chemistry class that you need this uh, is applied this chemistry this is a voluntary there, chemistry course
1: i understand that there's molecules and i don't know what they do
0: and I'm pretty sure that is. There's a, there's a
1: periodic table over there, and uh, we don't reference it
0: because you know, you and I were doing this podcast pre-COVID, and we were already doing remote. Like I feel like yeah. by the time everyone had to go to over Skype or over Zoom podcast, you and I had already hashed out all those all those problems. Like we we kind of yeah. figured that part out, part of it out.
1: Yeah, easy, yeah. cake, no problem. Anyone that's complaining about it, I I don't know. I don't think we have many people even talking about it. So, yeah, it's the a podcast. Big, general, uh, but. You
0: know, it's a big talk around the uh, around the water cooler of a lot of places. Yeah. Actually,
1: you mean the kitchen sink? Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. While people yeah. are on
1: their their Skype calls or their uh, their their Slack calls,
0: their Slack calls, their
1: Google Meet. What are you uh, guys using down there at your company? You guys have a Slack, Google Hangouts, we, Teams. Uh,
0: we're, we're a Google. We're a full Google group. Yeah. So, so you get Hangouts <laughs> then? I no, don't use the Hangouts. Use Google Meet for meetings. But oh, then- what what
1: do you, what's the messaging between people?
0: It's either going to be email or... Oh God, there's a function within Gmail that's like an IM type of uh, function. Yeah, but
1: people don't seem to like that one. No,
0: we like that one. Was it uh, Spaces? Oh, yeah. we yeah. use Spaces. No, actually, well, we're using this new one. Uh, this is the business po- uh, portion of the podcast, which we like to touch on every so often. Uh, we like to use that. We we're using this new one called ClickUp click up okay Never yeah yeah super new i actually there's a billboard of it just outside my place actually which is kind of funny and it's same kind of thing where you can share object like share tasks with people within tasks, create like subtasks and templates for things like it's it's super cool like it's a, it's an app that is uh super new so we're also pretty much learning how to use it
1: so and i think i did get instruction on this the task is the task and the subtask is just uh, repetition of is it done yet? But yeah, well uh, no, you over can you can apply times.
0: all sorts of whatever mm-hmm. information you want to apply to right. something that has to get done. Uh, task, the one thing that's cool subtask
1: three is it done yet?
0: Exactly, and then you can close that task. One thing that's super cool though is that it gives you like a little based on how much shit there is. if there's like checklists, subtasks, whatever. It gives you a progress bar so then you can see if your task Love is like halfway done bar. yeah it's it's kind of and like everyone in the company uses it a little bit differently but we're all using right. it so i think that i think that's, that's what's most important
1: yeah as long uh, as it works as long as the progress bar of society is moving up
0: honestly uh as long as it moves just move in a direction pick a direction forward, Down backwards. We're fine. i don't think i care
1: No, as long as the bar is moving. That is corporate America. As long as the bar is
0: moving. That's a problem. No one's been moving the bar. It's been a long time since people have been moving the bar.
1: Just meetings are all about, we noticed the bar moved this week, and we're going to discuss if it was up or down, Um, and we're going to do a round table to start that off. Can everyone just give a quick up or down? Um, Cam, we're going to give you two minutes for your up or down, and we're Mm going to take that whole two minutes because that's how meetings work.
0: The up and down report.
1: The up and down report. Is it up or is it down? This is not stocks. This is progress bars. Uh Yeah. Let me give you something. Corporate life, baby. Let
0: me give you something, Cam. We are uh, 10 minutes here in the podcast already, but let's uh, get into the show. uh, By first reviewing last week's show, because we got some notes. Notes.
1: We got some notes. We got some notes. 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 We got some notes. Great, great, great. Tell me the notes.
0: Uh, Tell me what
1: you fucked up, Cam. Tell me where you were dead damn wrong.
0: I I don't think I was wrong at all. Uh, the Toronto Golf what? Club does not allow women still, uh, so that's one thing that we were wondering. And like,
1: I can't. I don't know why you were so pro that. I just don't understand that. No. <laughs> <laughs> this I, is the
0: real conversation. I think the well. I think the real conversation was that I am pro tradition. Right. (laughs) And Cam, you want to uh, change up the system. Cam. Yes. uh, And that's where I think I stand with you. Uh, We're also talking about the big game. Yes. Of course, the Super Bowl. Um, So... Oh, well, that's the thing. That's the thing. Terry, you can't say it. Cross
1: that out. Cross that out. Yeah.
0: You can't. Terry.
1: Uh, <laughs> He's the new guy. With we, an We I. haven't met him yet. Yeah. Um, yeah <laughs> Last so name, of course, Oranges.
0: So, of course, Terry, chocolate. Um, so, of course, yeah, this is because the NFL. Uh, so, the NFL owns the term Super Bowl, as they should. So, depending on the type of restrictions that they'll put on certain non-sponsoring teams, That is when they'll call it the big game. So I think last week, your example, Cam, was because it was something uh, Lays. Lays. Frito Lays called it the big game. Frito Lays, which is owned by Coca-Cola, which is not Mm -hmm. the cola uh, sponsor for the NFL. That sponsor is, in fact, Pepsi. So any Lays, uh, Powerade... Coca Cola, any of those types of things, they cannot call it the Super Bowl. They have to call it the Big Game. Where Pepsi, Gatorade, Doritos, Dr Pepper, they can have all the Super Bowl that they want. And the same applies to uh, the Stanley Cup, the Grey Cup. It's all sponsors. You're kidding me. It's all money, baby. It's follow the money.
1: Follow the money. Follow the progress bars.
0: Follow the progress bars.
1: Up or down. Uh, I didn't know that about the other t- ones because yeah. they have the NBA the, the finals versus the final. Well, um, the, the
0: finals is a weird one too, or the NBA finals is a weird one too because a both ABC and ESPN split the broadcasting for it mm. too. I think they have their own kind of thing going on there. Right. Um. But the yeah, big
1: basketball game. Exactly. Just uh, calling
0: it the NBA finals that feels a little too broad. Yeah. Where something as specific as the the trademark the Stanley Cup trademark. Uh,
1: the Super Bowl. The trademark. the uh, TSN sponsored trade deadline.
0: Yeah, exactly. You can't put a you can't put a you can't put a copyright on trade deadline. Just words. Yeah, Just, you can't copyright words unless it's the specific
1: words put together. Can't wait for the hockey game. Help! Uh, the puck and stick game. The uh, puck. The no. The uh I can't wait for the rubber on ice. Rubber on ice, slippery, very slippery. It's, it's making Can't it co- wait. It's making the commentary teams have to do some real mental gymnastics. The elimination series, series. Yeah. Okay. For the puck on ice. Uh, no, the rubber on ice. Rubber on frozen water. Champion. Yeah. Okay. Championship. Yeah.
0: Pretty soon. Should all, be a good one. It should be a. Oh no. it Should be uh, a. <laughs> no. It. It should. Uh, it's it's something it's, that is enjoyed
1: mm, no, no, there. we'll no, talk no. to the lawyers on okay, that well, one
0: we'll talk to the lawyers on that one uh, so Cam you better watch out next time you know uh, you're you're t- you're kind of in the situation you want to be sure if you are watching the big game while snacking on some salt and vinegar lays chips
1: you better be calling this it the big game guy. better not be calling it the Super Bowl no um, speaking of big games uh, me and you had very different Saturday nights, but at uh, similar uh, events, Saturday Both sporting night. events. Um, one of us left very happy, and one of us left with their hands in their head, head in their hands.
0: Saturday night, Crying. all right for fighting.
1: Tell I me about that. Tell me, tell me about that, Cam. I just saw the news report, and then I texted you. Contents here, people. Saturday night, wrestle road to WrestleMania comes to kid I go to that Invite Cam He's already got tickets To the Rubber ball game In Toronto uh,
0: It's the It's such an The orangest of balls I'll be honest The orange
1: ball The orangest Tell me about that
0: I can't think of a single ball That's more orange than that How were the tickets? Tickets were fine Just kind of like upper bowl Everything was all good Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: You get a little snack. You just get beers. What do you? What do you? Got what's, a couple what's drinks. Your, what's your sin? Well, we
0: we had gone out to dinner before, or whatever. Nice. Where'd uh, you go to dinner? It was called, paint me the night. Uh, paint you the night. It was called Biff's Bistro. Ooh, a, a, Biff's Bistro. A, a lovely French restaurant. Um, Who'd you go with? Uh, went with Jess. Oh, that's nice. Got some cocktails to kick off the, the night.
1: Ul- the ultimate date night. Sorry, the ultimate guys' night disguises a date night.
0: No, it was, it, was the, it it was the mix of both. We've been talking about going to a raps game for two over two years now.
1: And so, we t- when we it's we should go to a game, and her going, yeah, that would be fun. We should do that at some future point in time. That and, we'll you know, hey, well, it was it was it was discussed, right? So we went out to a nice dinner,
0: um, to a real nice restaurant too. You know, like type restaurant where they take your jacket.
1: No, they took the jacket. They took our
0: jacket, and wow. okay, so we go to this restaurant, and right across from the restaurant, Alice Cooper's playing a concert. Damn. And we sit down. We'd made a reservation, so we sit down and the woman's. Mask like,
1: on, mask off. Who, me? You're you walking into the restaurant. Because I know Toronto's on. a little bit, Mask on. In Kitchener, they're banned. Not allowed.
0: <laughs> Not allowed. Pretty <laughs> much. We it, just see your face at all times.
1: Yeah, they burn them if you see them. So um,
0: walk in, sit so they down. Take your,
1: they take they take your coat, which I'm impressed by. Do they give you a little tag or they're like, we yeah, know it, you are? Yeah, it was
0: almost like a dog collar type of tag uh, type of thing. It wasn't a piece of paper that you t- throw out or something disgusting. Oh, even better. You know, so we sit down. Woman's telling us, uh, you know, the specials. You know, it was like $12 cocktails from 4 to 6 or whatever it was. Damn,
1: and then that's not even a
0: break. And then that's- she says, and... There's a rock and roll concert across the street, Alice Cooper. So you may see some, uh, you you may see a different type of crowd than we would normally have here uh, leading up to the show. And I thought that was really funny that they warned us. It was like we walked in and they warned us that there would be people sitting at the bar with like leather stud jackets. Oh, and even
1: better. Those are the people that you want yeah Yeah, a couple you. people with
0: like eye, like eye makeup, like men with eye paint,
1: like that kind of That's thing. That's sick. So what did you get for dinner? Oh, God. Well, you I'm treat really... Treat yourself nice? Uh, I got the beef bourguignon. Oh, the beef bourguignon. Yeah, with some, ah, uh, with some mashed Merci.
0: potatoes and, of course, the, all the drippings, some broccolini. Yeah. We got did some... you ask
1: for the calorie count before just to make sure it's in the macros? <laughs> just to
0: make sure. I wanted to make sure I lined up with my macros. I think we got some escargot as a little... Uh, yeah. As a little appetizer, but anyways, to get to the game. Everything's going fine. Uh, yeah, and then you would you would have heard the new story. Fucking a speaker catches on fire above. Right. They're
1: playing. They're playing the new Drake song. It's so hot. The fucking speakers go up in flames. It Never wasn't seen like before. up in
0: flames. There was a little flame, and you could smell smoke. And then, so mm. they evacuated the section that was right underneath the speaker, and then they kind of evacuated the two speak- sections on either side.
1: So, did this happen mid-game? Like, the game's still playing and they're <clears throat> the evacuating The game's still people? going on
0: and they're evacuating
1: people just from the sections. Yeah.
0: And then it was, like, it was kind of coming up to halftime. So, I was like, yeah, hey, I'm going to go out and, like, use the washroom now, you know, because halftime is always crazy. And it was funny. I was, like, in line to buy Jess a jersey when I heard over top of, like, one of the ushers' radios, like, be prepared for evacuation plan C
1: Blah blah right. blah. I'm
0: like, oh shit. So They're I
1: kind of like, like 9/11. 9/11. Exactly. They're like,
0: it's it's and what many what in what many were calling 9/11 part two. Wow. Um, I, I hear that I'm like, oh shit. So I kind of run back up to the seats and I see the usher and I just kind of look at her. I'm like, it's not looking good, is it? And she just says, no, it's not. And
1: she's blind. She goes, and I can't see a damn bad,
0: Which was kind of. And she thought I was ma- like uh, like trying to like be offensive. You know, I was trying to like get one over on her. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad that kind of the cooler heads prevailed there. She could see what I meant. Uh, like, well, could she, she. <laughs> she couldn't quite see what I meant. So she really had to interpret and understand what I meant. Uh, and then when I saw that, um sat down and then we were talking to people beside us and like in front of us or whatever. And not 20 seconds later, they say, Ladies and gentlemen, I have been informed by the chief of police or, or chief of fire, whatever the hell it Nick was. Nurse. Nick, yeah, <laughs> Nick exactly. Nurse says, This
1: game's getting out of hand.
0: Um, so then, yeah, because so, we just had, we had just bought a new, dr- like another drink. So we had a full drink in our hands. A lot of people did. So eventually, like, we kind of wait for, like, all the most people to clear out and then we start start walking down. But then so, everyone on the main concourse area also, like, still has full drinks. Like, you can't just walk out into the fucking Young Street or whatever. So then it was just, like, around the ACC was just, like, so busy because it was cop cars, fire trucks. And then also twenty thousand people trying to go to whatever the closest bar or restaurant was, uh, which yeah, we also that blows. which we eventually did too. Kind of walked up a bit to King Street and then just sat at a bar, got some more drinks and got some nachos.
1: That's unfortunate. So I, you'd have to assume they give you money back for those tickets.
0: Yeah. So it was actually um, it was actually friend Shane who we were texting during all of this happening. And he had told me that the commentary just said that everybody will get a full refund.
1: Oh, that's great. So and
0: then MLSE also put out a statement like, you'll get a free refund within 30 days. So I'm like, that's good. But kind of like... The, 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 we made
1: the night out already. Like, we, the, it burned the night out. I'm not the, getting that beef bouillon no, back. No, that's no, not no. Covered. It was just
0: like that, in that initial part... My where jacket's not
1: getting taken again.
0: In that initial part where you're like, I don't know if I'm going to get my money back. You're pissed. Yeah. Right? You're kind of like, well, this was the one game I was coming to this year. There it goes. I was
1: sitting beside Drake. That's my first chance to give him my mixtape. Never gave it to him.
0: I forgot. I forgot. Well, see, because I I thought mixtape. So I, you know, I was recording my tape recorder outside of my radio. Um, I gave him a tape. He said, what's this?
1: Yeah. So it's fire. I'm going to put it on the speaker. I'm going to put it on the speaker. It's
0: actually fire. So, yeah, that initial, like, 20 minutes after, I was just kind of... I was just... Yeah, you don't know if you're going to... You know, it's was like 300 bucks or something, right? For the couple tickets yeah. or whatever. And then, you know, eventually you hear that your tickets are coming back or you'll at least get reimbursed. And I'm like, okay, so... Now it was just we went out to dinner. <laughs>
1: yeah. So,
0: you know, not terrible. Yeah.
1: Not terrible, you'll, but... You'll, you'll get another crack at it.
0: No, well, I'm hoping if... I'm just going to... As soon as I can kind of lock down the refund or however it works, I'm just going to kind of flip them, spend a bit more, and go to a playoff game.
1: There you go. That's the attitude right I, there, Cam. Yeah,
0: I was I was kind of like, eventually, as soon as they're like, you'll get your money back, I was like, okay, if we could get the money back and then an extra like, $50 per ticket
1: go to a playoff right. game,
0: that's the, that's the type of atmosphere you want to be in anyways.
1: This guy's a hustler. You're listening to the... Uh the the hustle porn uh podcast where we just talk about side hustles
0: yeah so this um this this podcast is turning into one of those um very popular kind of youtube channels now for us where we're just talking about finances and uh, i call them finances and how you're and how if you don't own property you're a dumbass yeah. and how if you don't have multiple rental properties making you passive income, you're a fucking retard. You're, right. and no. we sort of, we sort of like we'll try to talk in this way that it's
1: is super demeaning.
0: It's so demeaning, but but we're not being directly demeaning. We're being so indirectly, like, if you don't own an just NF... Just
1: speaking above you, yeah.
0: Yeah, if you don't if you don't know what an ROI is, like, you might as well just kill yourself.
1: If your CapEx on your top three holdings in your RRSP aren't above the tax limit for Saudi Arabia, so you can cash pool that to make a tax loophole, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, turn this shit off.
0: Honestly? Turn, turn it off? Turn it
1: fucking off.
0: Turn it off and stab yourself in the fucking mouth. You don't deserve
1: to live. Swallow a fucking fork.
0: Swallow a fu- You know how much I make on my 20 rental properties a month? Beep, bloop.
1: Oh, my watch just went off. Oh, it so, says yeah. I'm fucking rich.
0: My fuck, My sorry, my Rolex just beeped at me. It told me you're a cuck.
1: I, we got to play. I was telling, uh, We don't, I don't have a game ready, but I'm going to play a game with you. And it's going to be the the high-end, which one is more expensive. And I'm going to give you three options. And they're going to be things that you don't really know much about, but you know they're expensive. And you're going to try and guess which one costs the most. Is that, is that what we're playing right now? <laughs> Not today. I just thought about this game today. And I uh, I have another game prepped for us, though.
0: Okay. Well, I feel like that's an expanded version of uh, Canadian Tire Flyer, Lower, Higher. Flyer, lower,
1: Higher. It's yeah, pretty much it the is. same game. just
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Theme song pending for that one. Uh, but can but you said you have something for us today.
1: Yeah, well, um, I went to the, the, the big wrestling match, uh, had a fucking phenomenal time. Would highly, highly, highly recommend. This is not my, um, this is not my, uh, plug it, but, uh, definitely up there. Get live event tickets. Now they're back. It's just a fun night out. Um, and you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna miss that money that unless you are, um, it's something you're going to remember forever. I'm going to remember going to that wrestling forever, which is just such a blast. Um, fucking Rey Mysterio showed up with his brother, son, and he was mad at someone. What's his brother's name? Son Dominic, Dominic. Yeah, so Dominic was there, and then they uh, finished the match with a double six-one-nine.
0: Yeah, that's great. That's been their finisher for a little while now. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was I. I thought I thought he was retired, but um, to my surprise, when he showed up, the crowd pop was insane. Um, six-one-nine, the- lucha, lucha. Uh, who else? Yeah, the crowd chants weren't exactly there because I knew them because when they say this is scheduled for a one fall, I yelled one fall. No one else did. I'm like, did I have it wrong. Yeah. I'm like, "I I thought I knew these things. I've been to small local amateur shows with 12 people there and they all go one fall.
0: No, but that's what's great about the wrestling show. If you're being loud, but having fun, it's totally okay.
1: Yeah, I just wasn't it's sure if I did it right. That's the thing. I was like, I'm pretty sure this is what you do. <laughs> yeah, like, uh-oh. Yeah, one fall, you say it. I I went to the show. Um, yeah, so we saw that. We saw, um, oh, who was the guy? He, he, Kevin Owens was there. Uh, yeah. That was pretty cool. He, um, did, he get, did he get a good pop? He got some pop. And then he was partnered with someone. Who's his tag team partner?
0: uh it would have been seth rollins probably
1: yeah seth rollins there i I heard that name before becky lynch obviously got the w great little main event there did you boo her Do, are you supposed to boo her i didn't know that
0: well, I, well I, that's what i uh i had messaged uh when she, yeah shannon had sent me a couple photos when you guys were there and i told her boo the good guys and cheer the bad guys it's more fun uh <laughs> that is fun. I,
1: I I do I do love the uh the heel. You gotta love a good heel in but wrestling. But who did she
0: take on? Becky Lynch? Uh no, sorry, uh, really. Bianca Belair. What do we have yeah. here? No, KO? no, something
1: it was Ray. It was Ray something.
0: Oh, Rhea Ripley. Y- yeah, I think so. Yeah. Rhea Ripley, what do we have? Riddle, Austin Theory, Matt Riddle, your boy there. Uh from the that, UFC.
1: He was not in the UFC. Yeah? He, he was, out of town.
0: Matt Riddle, yeah, he was he won he was like a three time former like fight of the night winner. Uh, Dana White uh, suspended him twice for Mer- for having pot on his.
1: Uh, okay, that's why I recognized him like yeah. Riddle, like I know that name. Matt I Riddle. don't know why yeah. I knew it. Yeah, yeah uh, Dana he White. Didn't, he didn't get a charisma and a pop.
0: Matt uh, Dana White suspended him, uh, I think twice for weed being in his system in a drug test. Yeah. Or, or either suspended him once and the second time was like, okay, I gave you a chance you're out. Or it was yeah. twice and then the third time was you're out. But um
1: Yeah, so Finn, I mean there was a there's a bunch yeah. of people there. It was fucking fantastic. Would, Finn Balor, Damian Priest? That looks like a good match. Uh I don't remember that one. US,
0: for the United States championship.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I saw yeah, the United States champion which I thought was a funny name for the belt, the United States Championship. Yeah, that was a good little bit tilt. Um, and, yeah, uh, Robert Rude tilting.
0: and The Miz, the guy, uh, one of the guys who Mysterio yeah. were
1: fighting. Robert Rude, good Canadian boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so a, great. a couple I Canadians mean, on this show. A couple Canadians, yeah. I guess Kevin Owens is Canadian? Yeah, Montreal. Look at that. Stellar. Um, so the game this week, Cam, is obviously you know a lot more about wrestling than I do, but we're going to test your knowledge here, Cam. I have one, two, three, four, five, six finishing moves. Three of those are fake <laughs> Three of those are real Okay Okay so this me. isn't
0: a game This is like Just like a trivia This this is like An unnamed una- game
1: Yeah it's a, We don't really need To name every game But this is okay. uh, I just Because I, I did find The name so silly Like the 619 I always do that one Like what a silly name Right
0: I think it's the Area
1: code in Los
0: Angeles I believe
1: Ah that makes sense Alright Cam So we got six names here Of uh, finishing moves Some of them are real Some of them are fake The first one and these what? go for. What's up with us a, doing real and fake shit, by the way? That's yeah, fun. Okay. Um, this one is. These are from all different time periods, uh, but all from the higher echelons. Okay. Okay. First one, the cross face Calgary clutch.
0: Yeah, that sounds that sounds like one from the fucking eighties or seventies, uh, because it would be someone from the Hart family. So I'm gonna say it's real. Uh, but someone coming out of the heart dungeon there, out of uh, fucking whatever it was called, Stampede Pro Wrestling, or it's not, you know. Uh, so it's either real and from the 80s or fake. So I'm going to say it's real and from the 80s.
1: Good guess. It was a variation of one. So it was the Calgary, um, the real one was called the Calgary Crab, and that was the real one. The crossface calorie clutch is not a real wrestling move until it is. So okay. uh, feel free to steal that one. Cam, the next one is codebreaker.
0: Yeah, of course. That's uh, Chris Jer- one of Chris Jericho's finishers. Sasha Banks took it later on. Codebreaker's real.
1: Damn it. I had no idea how quick you get these ones. Yes, the code breaker is a double knee face breaker. The move can be performed at almost any time and is nearly as versatile as the RKO. The move debuted in 2007 and has been Jericho's main finisher since winning him multiple championships. Mm -hmm. All right, Cam. Next one up, the octopus grip.
0: Ah, that one sounds fake. That That one sounds fake. Um... Yeah, I can't picture who would have done it. So I'm going to say it's fake.
1: That one's a fakie. Yeah, I thought the octopus, the, you know, the clamped down. <laughs> I get them with a,
0: you know, they're slimy. They'll go like, the yeah, whatever.
1: <laughs> All right, Cam, next one up, the code red.
0: That sounds like a real one. I just don't know who would have done it. Nothing comes to mind. Uh, is it real? It is not. It was yeah. the code
1: blue is the real one.
0: Oh, okay, never heard of that one either.
1: Um, next one up is the Swanton bomb.
0: The Swanton bomb, baby. Yeah, that's uh, Jeff Hardy's go-to. That's that's his shit right there. Look at you. This
1: the senton bomb variation is simple enough—a simple senton, but with the user senton. stretching a senton, but with the user stretching out a bit more and waiting until the last moment to execute the flip. In more recent years, Sin Cara used the move in WWE, even performing a springboard variation. Mm um next up cam the meat hook clothesline
0: what is that so how many are fake so we're at three fakes already so i guess the rest are real damn it i
1: shouldn't have told you (laughs) (laughs) yeah the meat hook clothesline is a real one and it's no fancy name it's as self-descriptive as ryback does it and with his own flair of the move though As he winds up in the corner reminiscent of Shawn Michaels Where the HK bomb foot stomp He foot stomps Ryback pumps his arm So it's just a big clothesline Okay That's it, that's the game
0: Oh that was it, yeah that was the last one That was Not six bad. Not bad
1: So yeah they just some little fun you know, keep, on, keep on the wrestling theme I think mm-hmm. if uh, if you're interested though, the the crossface Calgary clutch is up for grabs and probably my best one. If
0: Yeah, if somebody wants to do it, some like, aspiring wrestler out there or something wants to seal that finisher, What do you think or, it hey, would be,
1: the cross-face Calgary clutch?
0: It would have to be something that Bret Hart does. That's <laughs> that's thing. It would have to be something that a Canadian from Calgary does.
1: Yeah, or, uh, but we can like, find one of those. But the, s- Yeah, we find that. What do, what do they have to do?
0: Uh, I don't know. I kind of see it kind of like a guillotine choke. Um, I kind of see it maybe something like that. Maybe it's more like a, uh, bank statement where, like, they're lying, like, they're lying flat on their stomach, and you're over top of them pulling back on their face. Like, kind of like reefing their back there. I could see that. I could see that. I could see that being a possible one. You know, it's like a, submi- it's a, it's definitely a submission Uh, submission over a, you know, a a tactical maneuver. But yeah.
1: Something to think about. The octopus grip. The octopus grip. We're going to scrap that one. The code red. I mean, you apply it to anything. That's an easy one.
0: Yeah. That could be anything. That could be Mountain Dew.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, let's keep plowing ahead here, Cam. I know that we had a big uh, episode of um, the boys, the boys, the boys. boys, 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 boys from Miami Dade County (laughs) That's right it's slice of ice There it is I fucking nailed it
0: On the beach and it's really hot, I think I'm gonna go get a pina colada. Miami Vice is a slice of ice, my Miami Vice is a slice of ice. Wearing cool clothes and smoking cigars, say hello to my little friend. Miami Vice is a slice of ice, my Miami Vice is a slice of ice.
1: It took me four weeks. It's the Vice is rice.
0: Um, yeah, you know, you know the deal, folks. We have uh, we go through the special adventures of Crockett and Tubbs, baby, the Miami Boys, and um, as they uh, clean the clean the streets of dirty Miami. But here's the hint: we only have five minutes to recap the episode for you. Uh, so we're going to try our best to give you as much detail as we can. Cam, I'm going to kick this week off. Did you know that?
1: Yes, sir. I sure hope so.
0: I, I sure as hell hope so. And then well, I'm going to kick it over to you. Hopefully, we only have five minutes to do it. We've got our timers ready, and we are 5, 4, 3, 2. And we open up on Crockett shaving while Tubbs is listening back to a wiretap. He has a camera on some bad guys, apparently worth $15 million. And to boot, Crockett is getting divorced today. Uh, the, cre- uh, the tech guys come in to relieve them, and we roll to those super sexy credits, where after the credits, the boys drive up to the courthouse, and Crockett sees Caroline, his ex-wife, walking in. They lock eyes and share a somber moment. Crockett's lawyer and Caroline's lawyer get into it a little bit on the steps of the courthouse before they walk in. Crockett tells Caroline uh, that he understands that she wants to move to Atlanta, and Caroline seems to have maybe changed her mind. Caroline comes back and tells the lawyer that the case is off and the two of them walk away hand in hand. That's right, divorce over. Back to the lookout where a man puts a bag in a car and he has an earpiece of some kind. Yeah, let's remember that. He pulls the he pulls up to the bad guys in a limo, opens up the bag, pulls up a shotgun and blasts them to bits. A vice cop, who's standing right there, goes to make the arrest and he gets a shotgun to the chest, falls to the ground. The shooter gets picked up in another car and they are off. Cops start the chase as the bad guys weave in and out of traffic. They pull into a hotel parking lot, but lose their tail. Tubbs gets the word that the car Been found in a parking lot and he doesn't want to waste any time. So he grabs an officer's shotgun and just starts running through crowds of people who don't seem to care. This man has a shotgun, Uh, but he's not fast enough in the getaway. Afterwards, police find a briefcase in the hotel. It has $20,000 in cash, a gun, and a notebook that Lou, the captain, opens up and he has a very bad look in his eyes. He brings the notebook over to Tubbs, who reads it and shares the same worried expression. We cut to a nude Crockett and Caroline, who just slept together, uh, as they talk about their marriage and it seems like they both maybe want to make it work. Just then the doorbell rings and it's Tubbs and Lou. Tubbs is talking uh, about the murder from this morning and shows Crockett the notebook. He tells Crockett that it's a hit list, and Crockett is number eight on that list, and the first six names are already dead. Back at the station, they couldn't find anything in the hotel room. The first five names on the list are all apparently low-level drug dealers who were moving up in the game. The only prints they could lift uh, were from the car. They're unknown, but apparently they do have international ties known by Interpol all over the world. We get a torn receipt at the hotel Uh, This under the name Carlos Mendez. While Caroline and Billy have been put into protective custody, they also want Crockett to go into protective custody, but he wants to stay on the case. We cut to a man picking up his glasses and guns and bullets. He appears to be watching Crockett's housebook. Back at the station, we get a visual ass- uh, of the assailant, and Tubbs recognizes Calderon in the photo. Remember from episode one? He wants to be behind this somehow. Back at the houseboat, the man's loading up his sniper from far away as Crockett preps his thing. Lou, the sergeant, notices a flash of light from the tower, pushes Crockett aside as the sniper fires. Boom! Crockett gets pushed away, but Lou gets shot as we go to commercial. came okay, over to you.
1: So Lou Rodriguez is now undergoing surgery at the uh, medical facility of the hospital, and the vice cops learn that all six dead dealers all had ties to Calderon. They track down the final name on a list, a nightclub owner named Linus Oliver. Crockett and Tubbs arrange up to meet with, uh, meet up with Mendez at Linus' club, and after Linus leaves, Crockett claims that he's not worried at all about the bounty on his head, but his true feelings are revealed when a, he pulls his gun on a civilian who stops him after he dropped his cigarette. Crockett finally agrees that maybe this is getting to him and just decides to go back to the safe house with Caroline and Billy, his son. Uh, next up, the vice units uh, go to set up at oh, fuck, I'm running out of time. Linus' club and wait for Mendez to arrive. While they wait, two men uh, attempt to get Trudy to dance, becoming aggressive as she turns him down. Uh, this creates a confrontation, an all-out brawl on the floor. Uh, during the chaos, Linus spots Mendez in the crowd and the cops start moving in to bust him, unaware that the real assassin, a man named Armstrong, is watching <laughs> them from the crowd. Thinking that he and his family are safe now, uh, now that Mendez has been busted, uh, Crockett, Caroline, and Billy head home. Meanwhile, Tub intensely questions Mendez, but he stays silent. The interrogation is interrupted by a report that Linus has found uh, has been shot dead in front of his own apartment, leading Tub to realize that the shooter is still on the loose and probably going after Crockett next. Oh boy! Tub takes Crockett's Daytona and speeds across Miami to Warm, it, arriving at Caroline's house with his family. Crockett notices Armstrong's trademark donut and coffee is spilt on the living room floor and pulls his son out of the way just as the assassin comes out shooting. Tub storms in to help Crockett and Armstrong shoots his way through the window, emerging to find a bunch of officers waiting for him and he goes down firing. Realizing what Crockett's life as a cop entails, Caroline reluctantly tells him that they cannot work things out between them and Crockett agrees to reschedule the divorce healing. Meanwhile Tub receives a call on Crockett's car phone informing him that Rodriguez has died from his injuries. He tells a shocked Crockett, uh, where did my, 15 seconds. Crockett, uh, and that Mendez is finally broken down. her question is that Calderon is in the Bahamas and the two vice cops prepare to go after their dealer. End of episode.
0: We're going to the Bahamas, baby. Let's go. The episode is over. Bye. That was good. Yeah. Snuck it right under there.
1: Okay, 42 minutes in, cr- plowing through this podcast, Cam. Um, I feel like we're just we're, we're continually adding new things to the show, which is fantastic. Uh, that was a good one. What are we at? What are we at? Like five games now per episode. This is becoming, this is becoming a, a game show.
0: It's pretty much a game show at this point, Cam. I think we can probably get three or four.
1: At least, at least. Well, it all um, depends how
0: much bullshit we want to talk about in the middle.
1: I would say, yeah, I like I like the bullshit personally. I think that's my favorite part of the podcast. You prefer bullshit. I prefer bullshit. You prefer scripture games. Scripture, yeah, you, you you scripture games. Scripture. Um, it's funny because Shannon told me this week. She's like, "You use a lot of big words." I'm like, "I don't think I use them correctly, but I do use them." <laughs>
0: and, and where and where did that go? Have you started do you Have you started trying to uh, be you know be sure that you're using the correct words or well, well, the penultimate answer to that is yes. The penultimate. So what's the ultimate yes. answer
1: to that? <laughs> We're not sure. Okay. We're not sure what the difference right, is. Right,
0: right. Hmm.
1: Yes, word of the day calendar is hot and heavy.
0: All right, yeah, because you've been peeling that back every single day, but I can see you're a few weeks behind.
1: Yeah, I got looked the 1970s version of it, and there's some, uh, some words on there that we can't Of course, say. a lot of like jive turkey kind of thing. Yeah, we're not gonna get into those. No,
0: ones. no, no. We don't have to.
1: All right. Well, why don't we keep plowing ahead here, Cam? Um, and jump into not our final game name, but a penultimate classic. Penelope, see, now that is how we use the word penultimate. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, good to know for when Shannon comes home. Um, Cam, we go through uh headlines and outlines and just like our wrestling game, trying to figure out what's real and what's fake. Hey, hey, hey Headline, Headline or asinine? Uh, first one. <laughs> the octopus grip is the most dangerous move in wrestling as reported by the WWE. Headline or asinine?
0: <laughs> as reported by the crack team over there at the WWE.
1: No, I got a real one for you, Cam. Headline or asinine, Cam? Is a recession coming? Alan Greenspan says the answer is in men's underwear.
0: Okay, so of course, who's Alan Greenspan?
1: Um, um, he, he's a Just think of him as like a financial person
0: Right he's the type of guy Who wants me to kill myself because he, he, I don't uh,
1: He's a guy that predi- He's a guy that predicts recessions He predicts recessions Yes And uh, and upswings Okay so what's he predicting this
0: time Sorry you gotta say that again
1: <laughs> Is a recession coming Alan Greenspan says the answer is in men's underwear
0: The answer is in men's underwear Um I mean, I can see that, right? So the women's the women's underwear industry is honestly one of the most reliable industries on the planet. You know, like produ- the production of wheat, the production of oil, and women buying new
1: underwear. Um, this is for men's underwear. Uh,
0: yeah. No, let me. I'm I'm getting there. I'm getting okay. there.
1: Yeah, uh, I just have a tendency to not listen. and I wanted to make sure you don't do the same thing.
0: No, no, I I have a tendency to listen. So women's underwear, you can you can set your watch to a, a, a certain amount of income deriving from the entire industry, the entire field. Men's underwear, I mean, I bought some boxers early twenty twenty, maybe like Jan, like no, late twenty nineteen, and I don't think I've gotten new under new underwear since then. I think I'm probably sitting on. There are have all the little too, over two and a half years now. Of course, I've I've had some fallen soldiers along the way, but I think to boot, I I, I presently have like fifteen pairs of underwear, way too many. I'm not th- this shit's gonna last me forever. So yeah, if 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 enough men aren't buying boxers, then we're going
1: down, and the economy's going with us. So I'm gonna say that's a headline. This is a headline, uh, and it's probably not for the reason you think. But You kind of nailed it, Cam. You thought women's underwear is the most stable. Men's underwear actually is a very good indicator for predicting booms and busts. The reason for that is their sales are usually very stable, and when it dips, that means that so many men are pinched, they're deciding not to replace underwear. I'm surprised by this because I thought men never decided to replace underwear. Now, yes, Cam, there is a men's underwear index that backs up Greenspan's theory. U.S. sales of men's underwear fell significantly between 2007 and 2009 during the Great Recession, but gains steamed again in 2010s as the economy recovered. So, um, are you finding that you're buying less underwear? Maybe it's time to cash out your stocks and put them in gold.
0: That's interesting. That's interesting, Cam. Thank you. And Thank you. and buy re- and buy retail passive income. You
1: Honestly, income. if you don't have, You don't own an underwear brand? Wait, 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 wait Are you
0: telling me that you don't have a row of washer dryers That you charge 25 cents to use And make passive income as a laundromat? Passive income Say su- it with me You're
1: Tap st- your chest Passive income Passive uh, income
0: uh, 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 uh. All right. All right. right. Cam, I got a headline here for you. Are you ready for it? Yes, sir. Cam Headliner asks, man dies in car crash while masturbating and driving.
1: Who hasn't done this except for the car crash part? Um, man. This is probably a guy who gets way too much head on the road and decided that why need a woman in the car? You know, the, the economy is tough. Underwear sales are down. Yeah. Just do it yourself. Passive income. Right. You always want to work for yourself. That's what they always tell us. That's And that's what we always preach here at Tuesdays in a pod. <laughs> Be your own boss. Um, and you know what? It sounds like he was not the master of his own domain here. Uh, probably a little bit of a, uh, a, traffic accident, you know, not going too fast, maybe a little bit of a four one blockage, just, you know, keeping the pedal pretty loose <sighs> airbags go off and dead like that. This one seems completely plausible. Uh, yeah, men, what's that famous woman's podcast? Girls got to eat. Men's got to yeet. Men's
0: got to yeet. Okay, and that is the headline here for you. This is a story out of Detroit. Where a 50-year-old man named Clifford Jones was killed on the spot when his car rolled over and he lost control. Jones was ejected through the sunroof of the car while driving along the highway and was found with his pants down with pornography playing on his cell phone. Didn't even go into the lock screen. Just kept playing on the next... Uh, the next video local and i didn't see it but apparently you can there's cctv footage caught of the car losing control flipping over and his body being thrown from the sunroof uh probably because he did not have both hands on
1: the steering wheel yeah, I mean, if you're watching a video too, that's just uh, doubling up on your hand space. That's where you need to have the magnetic clip in your car. Drive safely, folks.
0: Yeah, get the, the magnetic clip thing that kind of sticks onto your, uh, you know, the vent. I mean, if you're gonna do it, say you gotta do. You gotta be safe about this, kids.
1: Gotta be safe. Cam headliner asinine. Denver man faces felony after city accuses him of charging Tesla at public park.
0: Okay, so I guess, yeah, there would have been a place to charge your phones or, you know, like whatever you have. And then this guy was charging his Tesla. Yeah. um, See, that's the thing with the electric car, right? You got to be prepared to, uh, you know, kind of prep at home. I feel like there's a lot more prep involved, right? Because you can't just go anywhere and plug in, right? Or if you do...
1: Cam, this is what they used to say about gas phones, too.
0: Gas phones? Yeah.
1: You always got to bring an extra can of gasoline for your phone in case you get into a dead zone.
0: Exactly. Yeah. But now this this is
1: for the listeners, the non millennial listeners. You guys don't remember the gas phones. I'm
0: vaccinated. My phone works everywhere. It's amazing. Um, But uh, yeah, so I I guess, so I guess that, that was also my question. Like what is Tesla's power draw? Like how much does it cost you to charge um, I don't know. A tank. I don't know, I don't know what that is, right? I guess not even a tank. Your battery. Notes. That's a note. Certainly, it would be... Yeah, that's a note. Certainly, it would be less than the price of gas of today. Am I right?
1: Am I right? Hey, hey, did you hear? I, I got robbed at the pumps today. 191 a liter? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. But yeah, so it, I, I think it's one of those things where they have to just do it on principle, right? Because if you let one tesla douchebag charges car in the in like the public park then you, you're gonna have to let every pu- every tesla douchebag charge their car um and in that case like it's just not gonna work but you're you're tesla come on shouldn't there be like a solar panel on the top uh, anyways isn't this already like a spacecraft or something like if we're not going balls to the wall to make this work then what the hell are we doing here you know what i'm saying
1: uh, yeah, and I think it's just a good time to mention one of our uh, premium sponsors, ExxonMobil. Uh, are you finding the price of electricity is too high? ExxonMobil will take you there.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm going to say it's in some kind of douchey place like uh, Santa
1: Barbara. So I'm going to say this is a headline. Uh, this is Asinine. Also, another case if Cam wasn't listening Denver Man. Oh, Denver Man. Okay. That should
0: have been uh, my uh, right. giveaway right there. Nobody in the Midwest drives a Tesla. Come on.
1: It's all oil money in Denver.
0: Exactly. All that's, oil that's and where, ho- all oil and cattle. All right, hit me up. Hey, Cam. Here we go. Headline: ras nine. Teacher admits to feeding students cupcakes with semen in
1: them. Why would you ever admit to that? I mean, it's so easy to get right by with it. Who hasn't done that at a classic Christmas party? Ah! You don't punch the... <laughs> You know put put a little whiskey in the bowl over of come in the cupcakes. No one knows the difference. It's just glazed to them. Um, yeah, this one I think I think this happens too much to even think. I think the real the real red flag here is that person's never ever letting anyone know unless it's their deathbed. I'm gonna call bullshit on that one, cam.
0: Cam, this one is a headline here for you. This is a story out of Louisiana. Where a middle school teacher named Cynthia Perkins has been sentenced to 40 years in prison after admitting in court that she fed her students cupcakes, which were laced with the semen of her ex-husband. The 36-year-old was sentenced to 40 years without the possibility of parole. After accepting a plea bargain, which included charges like second degree rape, producing child pornography and conspiracy mingling of harmful substances, part of the plea deal will also require the cooperation of her ex-husband, who is a 44 year old former ex-police officer. In court, Perkins admitted to helping her husband sexually assault a child before filming them, bathing them, and eventually putting his own semen into cupcake batters uh, that he made her bring to school to feed the kids that she was teaching. Uh, so Wow, n- <laughs> that went dark. <laughs> didn't it? Next month, her ex-husband, Dennis Perkins, will go on trial, and prosecutors are hoping they can reach a plea deal with him also.
1: Lovely. Uh, that's good news to start your day. Um, next up, Cam, is headliner asking Wait, Pokemon so Go you, you, Bound. You
0: give me shit when the headlines aren't good enough, and then you give me shit when the headlines are too good.
1: I don't like where the progress bar is going, Cam.
0: The progress. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. What am I supposed to say? Okay, I'll go back to see <laughs> so you, you shit on me when I, when I say a worm's eating plastic. And then you're like, oh, too much when someone's eating cum. I I'm mean, just I'm just I'm just shitting. There's no Come gray on. area between play plastic lay worm and eating cum.
1: We're focused We've on all moving eaten the cum, it's not bar. like it's
0: creepy or anything.
1: We're moving the progress bar forward today. Okay. A bad impression that is. <laughs> okay. All right, headliner on Cam. <laughs> Pokemon go battle leads to gunfire in Detroit.
0: I'm surprised, this is probably, this is a headline from twenty four straight out of 2014. I recall a case where, so I never played it, um, but I was back in Newmarket, I guess, when it started to get big, and there was one of the hot spots, was right along Main Street, but the problem was, is that kids would go there just at night, and then just like swarm around, and on Main Street in Newmarket, people live above the shop, so there's like a lot of people, and you know, there's... 40 people on the fucking street, other people are trying to go to bed, there was a case where someone was shot at by a BB gun, just because these kids were out here until one thirty, two in the morning, playing their fucking Pokemon game. Uh, so I can certainly see how a gunfight would ensue. Um, <clears throat> I also don't quite understand how the game works. It's like, I think, you go to an area, and then a Pokemon is there. So then, hypothetically, two people could be fighting over that Pokemon. Or well, I think there's also a situation where, if you... Fight people at a location, you become like the king of that location, the gym owner, if I can talk in Pokemon vernacular. So, uh, it was probably something to do with that. The fact that guns are involved, um, really makes me feel unsafe, uh, just because I don't have a gun to then fight back. Like, I'm scared, I'm gonna be playing Pokemon Go and someone's going to pull a gun on me. See, I would feel a lot more confident if I was playing Pokemon Go, and then I also had a gun to point back at somebody. Uh, that's why we live in Texas. That's why we recently up- uplifted the podcast to Austin, Texas. Austin. Uh, because I, uh, uh, we, you and I recently got... Don't tread on me. <laughs> Cam, we, we, you and I recently got sleeve tattoos. We shaved our head bald. And uh, we move to Austin. Uh, I am gonna say uh, more than anything else, Pokemon Go. It's one, It's a dangerous game. Uh, not the not the most dangerous game, but it's a
1: headline. This one's asinine. I feel like it could have been a headline. I feel like maybe if I Google it, this sounds like this sounds reports. like it
0: would have been uh, a headline at one point. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Cam, send me one. Send me a good ah.
0: one. <clears throat> okay, I got one here for you, Cam. Okay, headliner S9, Child Expert grants dying boys wish to have sex.
1: Say so, child expert?
0: Yes. Child expert?
1: I just got to grab something. She's barking to grab a bone off the thing here. One second.
0: Yeah, the old ball and chain, right? <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. That was rude. Um, but I am going to fill time. Yes, I did say child expert. By the way, it is a headline. You guys will be hearing about it, and uh, we'll see if Cam figures it out. It'll be it'll be a lot of fun. But now you, the listener, you
1: know. And three, two, <laughs> one. Child expert. Uh, Grant.
0: Child, okay, I'm going to say this one again. Child expert grants dying boys' wish to have sex.
1: This one's a little bit nerve wracking I don't feel like a child expert. I assume is a therapist of some sort. And then boys wish to have sex. You're crossing a lot of state lines here as well as moral lines. Um, another... Cam going deep in the hole here of uh, kids having sex. Don't know what's going on there, Cam, but uh, don't want to look at your browser history right now. Um, (laughs) Mm. Hey, I I just can't see this happening. I can't see a boy under 18 being granted sex because someone's going to get in big trouble there. Uh, I'm going to call bullshit on this one. So what are you calling? Asinine.
0: Cam, okay, this one is a headline here for town. you. This is a story out of Australia, where uh, child psychologists, uh, local child psychologists, have condemned the uh, the actions or decisions made by a colleague who uh, allowed a 15 year old boy with terminal cancer to have sex with a prostitute. Before he died, that's right, um, in a in a bizarre, almost make-a-wish type campaign, uh, this boy had told his psychologist that he did not want to die a virgin. And, well, that's exactly what happened last week. Without consulting his parents, um, uh, the boy's psychologist kind of canvassed options of what could uh, actually happen and initially tried to uh, suggest some kind of donation thing where people would donate to this kid and then he would take that money and have sex with a prostitute, uh, which was, of course, obviously rejected on legal re- grounds, um, but that didn't defer a group of his friends taking him, the boy out of the hospital over to King Cross with King's Cross, which is Sydney's red light area, um, and taking him to have sex with a prostitute. The specialist said that after the boy's greatest wish had was uh to experience sex with a woman, adding he was very, very happy and only disappointed that it was over so quickly. Uh,
1: is, that, is that a real line in there? <laughs> that that's a that's a that's a pull quote.
0: Um that's a poll pull quote for you. Of course, the boy has since passed away. Um, and uh, the child psychologist really defends what he has to say. Saying it was part of the therapy. People talk about a trip to Disneyland being therapeutic. What's the difference? Um,
1: hey, you know what? Good for him.
0: Good Good for for him. That's all I can say, you know? Like the kid wanted to bang. Can you blame him? I Yeah And it's yeah, not I mean, like he, he was He's like,
1: consent he's consenting. That's and the it's thing. not
0: like he was like hey, I want my dying wish to bang Jessica Alba. He was even like yeah. realistic. He was like just a prostitute.
1: Just something simple. <laughs> you We're know, something at simple,
0: crazy. something very mechanic. 30,
1: 35 dollars an hour at level here. We're not going anything crazy.
0: Exactly. You know, you're not gonna charge the whole hour or
1: something, you know. Yeah, it's quick. Quick and easy. Um Cam, let's move on to our uh, s- uh, Rex or no? Shrug it or plug it. Close and eh, plug it or shrug it. There it is. Plug it or shrug it. Plug it or shrug it. Plug it or shrug it plug, it. plug it or shrug it. All right, Cam. I got I got a plug for you this week. Um, do you or someone you know might have a turbulent history with the law or are scheduled to go to jail soon tell you what i got for you cam the prison cooking guide that's right if you go on youtube right now and look up larry lawton's prison cooking guide you'll be able to find four class videos or four classic videos on how to make prison pasta how to make prison pizza how to make prison um grilled cheese and one more, which I cannot remember, and, oh, you think it stops there? No. This will go into details on how to get the razor out of the razor blade while still giving it back, assuming, or making the guards assume the is still in there, using that to cut up your garlic. How to make a stove with just two shower grates and electric cord, and much, much more. He's also coming out with a book on the Larry Lawton's Prison Cooking Guide. I'm not sure who it's for, but this could be a fun date night for you or someone for someone that might be going to jail soon.
0: Wow, this is not the first time this man has come. This man's name—I think you have a little crush on him. I think at
1: this love, point, love me some Larry Lawton. Love me some Larry Lawton.
0: Okay. That's right, the prison cooking guide, uh, which I didn't know they let the prisoners cook. So uh, I thought that was kind of like, you know, reserved for a staff (laughs) type of position. They wouldn't want convicts close to knives and burning oils.
1: Well, I I don't think they do, but uh, it's prison, so they find a way. All you got is time on your hands to think about how to do things. Wait, this
0: isn't the sexy uh, inmate, is it? Remember that inmate that had the mugshot and now he's a model? Is 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 this a different guy?
1: No, Larry's not that pretty. No. Oh, he's been in a few. Larry t- Lawton sounds like... Ex- he looks exactly how he sounds. That's a good point. I'm Larry Lawton. I'm Larry Lawton, former jewel thief. America's greatest jewel thief. And I'm going to teach you how to make pasta in prison.
0: How did he get out then? I feel like if you're he the... He served
1: his time. That the- then the time was not enough. What do you mean? He just robbed fucking jewelers no one got hurt
0: exactly but i feel like if you're the greatest you know that means you achieved the highest potential and the highest potential means jail for the longest
1: no like what could you steal
0: to be in jail for longer
1: that's what i'm saying uh i think you take people's body like you're a body snatcher if you're going to jail for that long if you're just stealing money it's it's not and he always says it i don't recommend it i don't endorse it and he kind of leaves it at that. He doesn't justify it. But at my point of view is, if you're killing someone, that's when you land in jail forever. If you're just stealing from jewelers, meh. You know what's funny about stealing from jewelers, Cam? It's probably their best sales day because they get insurance money on every item that was stolen.
0: That's a good point. You know, and kind of maybe uh, I I bet if you're a jewelry store owner, you're hoping your store gets robbed because that's like a headline thing. No one's gonna blame you. No one's going to not go to a store because it was robbed once in the middle you of the night. You literally clear out
1: your inventory that day. You can flip it. And get it. paid for it all. Yeah. And you you might as well. Like, I'm sure that as soon as it happens, they investigate them like, are you sure you weren't in on this? So they're like, mm, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I wonder what industry insurance fraud is the most uh, prevalent. It's, if it's something like, like high retail, yeah, diamonds, fucking Gucci purses, whatever the shit. Yeah. I wonder. Uh, well, I've also that was that was fantastic. Cam um, learned to cook in prison on YouTube. Cam, I've got something here for you. Uh, I've got to plug it uh, today. Also, if you uh, if you have if you if you subscribe to Crave here in Canada, or maybe if you're down there on the states on HBO Max, uh, I got to plug the show Vice Principals. Um, a, sh- a short-run show, uh, starring, produced, written by Danny McBride, where him and Walton Goggins play, uh, vice principals, both, uh, vying for the spot of, uh, to be the principal of the school, you know, always, all you know, uh, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. It's a lot of fun, and it's not, I like when dramedies aren't too, or sorry, like, you know, like comedy dramas, dramedies, I like it when it's more calm than drum. Like, I want it to be funny and then not end making me feel, like, gut-wrenched. I want it to end and me being like, ah, that was so pleasant. The Vice Principal gives you that. So you should check it out. There's two seasons over there on Crave. Uh, I think you would love it.
1: Well, oh, thank you. I see if I can squeeze it into the uh, watching schedule. I'm on a strict no watching television or YouTube before 10 o'clock until Easter. You've been so, talking about uh, that because you, you, uh, like you said last week,
0: you sacrificed it for Lent.
1: <laughs> that's right, I sacrificed it. Uh, so might be able to squeeze that in after work, but we got to make gains after work too. So it's all about it's all about balance. There's not enough hours in the day to do all the stuff you want. No, not enough hours in life, so you just make the most of it. Okay, Cam. Well, that uh, wraps up our time here.
0: I think that wraps up our time. Thanks for listening, folks. Again, uh, regular shows everywhere. pod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Come back next week uh, where we've got, you know, just kind of we're, we're fucking doing it now. We're still rocking. We're still, we're still here.
1: Rocking. We're still here. And folks, never forget, 32% of Americans listen to podcasts at least once a month. Why don't you tell your friend and make it 33? I'm Cam McLare signing off.
0: Take care, folks.
1: <laughs> Tonight on two C's in a pod. 96.7 on your <laughs>
0: two season a pot, two season a two two season a two two season two season two season two season two season a two two in two season two two season a two two season two season two season two season two season two season a two season